Oh man, Lainey Boggs, I can't go out with her. She's got paint on her overalls and she's got glasses. Oh man, she took off her glasses. She's all that. It's in the basket, writer's bagel basket. <laughs> swing, swing, swing the spinning step. You wear those shoes and I will wear that dress. Oh, kiss me. Be a farmer. Here's a couple of acres. Sorry, Jeff. You lose. It Professor Plow. I said Plow. The men you seek think you are dead, Kimosabe. We're going to pass to the start of the Bernoulli Convergenator. If he puts a car in fifth gear, he can jumpstart the whole thing. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Rogers Bagel Basket. I am Scott Curland, and my co-host for the month, Allison Bartolini. Ah, uh, this one, this one took me back, way back. Yeah, uh, she's all that. Actually, also depresses me too because you know who pr- produced this movie? Who? The Weinstein's. Stop it. Unfortunately. Ugh. And and when uh, Lainey has her whole speech about, uh being shocked about sexual harassment in this day and age, I just cringed. I didn't even catch that or think about it. I So, like, I totally forgot this was a Miramax movie. I thought this was, like, Touchstone again. or no. like, And then Miramax came out, and I was like, Miramax in 98, 99. Oh, no. <laughs> like, right? And then, like, the movie went on, and, um, and... I saw the names come up. I was like, oh, no, we're, we're going to be talking about this. <laughs> um, this one came out in January of 99 before 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. So this is technically older than 10 Things I Hate About You. But this one is still not my favorite. 10 Things I Hate About You is up there, but this one is up there, too. But it's nowhere near as memorable to me i feel like this one is more of a you know i feel like the girls in our school like this movie more than 10 things i hate about you more than the guys did this is more of a you know i just dare you say like chick movie no i don't i don't like my favorite movies are are like like one of my favorite movies of all time is clueless and another one is about time have you seen About Time? Not the Justin Timberlake one. Oh. No, <laughs> no, I was no, laughing about no, it. I was like, really? No, no. That's In Time. About Time is the one with Rachel McAdams and Donald Gleason. He can travel through time. To, oh, to... yeah. It was based on a book. No, that's The Time Traveler's Wife. She's, oh, my God. She's made three movies about time travel. Sweet Jesus. No. It, the guy who made Love Actually made a movie. A I fa- love Love Actually. He made a movie called About Time, and it's about a father and son who... The, the men in their family can travel in time to make their lives better. They can't go, like, uh, what does he say? They can't go shag Helen of Troy. Mm. But they can, like, if they do something wrong, they can go back and fix it. And he uses his powers to get Rachel McAdams to fall in love with him. 
Really? And it's one of my... It, it's the I'll movie, put it on my list. It's the movie that I bonded with Haley over when we first started talking. Interesting. Yeah, so, so for me, <clears throat> She's All That is not nearly as memorable as those. Like, like I feel like as a, as a kid in middle school, I could only... Oh, how how do I want to wear this without sounding like a prick? <laughs> like, like, Take your best shot. <laughs> okay. I felt like when I was younger, I was only allowed to like one teen movie, and I picked 10 Things I Hate About That was you. your movie. That was my movie. And it came out the same year as She's All That. And I was like, well, all my other friends like She's All That, so it's okay if I like 10 Things I Hate About You more. Mm-hmm. Fair. So I feel like that's why I had to... I, I watched this the most um, in, in reviewing... For this episode, like every time this movie's on like TBS, I always watch it. I always for I always forget about this movie. That that's my problem. I live for Freddie Prinze Jr., so I would never forget about this movie. Well, I think it's because I lump it in with his other movies because he really, he did a lot of movies at this time. Yeah, so he did this: Boys and Girls, Head Over Heels, Down to You. I love Down to You. Oh, what's the other one he did? Summer Catch. Yes, Summer summer Catch. Summer Catch. Yeah. So, like, they all can... And uh, Wing Commander. (laughs) (laughs) But he all did those within, like, a month of each other. Like, they all came out at the same time. Yeah. So, I feel like this is why I don't remember this movie as much. Well... No, I, I guess so. I mean, I feel like Rachel Lee Cook wasn't, like, a huge name. She's playing Tina Fey in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like oh, she's yeah. Miss Nordberry. <laughs> Hardcore. Hardcore. <laughs> like, like, uh, and also, I, one of my notes I wrote is, like, hey, I married Lainey Boggs. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, because Haley is very artsy. Yes. And, and, and Lainey is very artsy. And they're also very pretty. <laughs> very pretty. <laughs> um, Rachel Lee Cook is really teeny tiny, like very short though. I don't understand why in this movie. So this is, the the book that this is based on is Pygmalion, also My Fair Lady. Yes. Um, Which they clearly base this more after My Fair Lady than Pygmalion. Uh, Yeah, agree. (laughs) Because Pygmalion, actually everyone's like, oh, he transforms her. Pygmalion's actually a really dark book. Is it really? It's like, like he has like a drinking problem. I know the gist of it, but not. Well, uh. The actual guy has a, a drinking problem and he's more of a misogynist. Oh. So. Freddie Prince is not a misogynist. No. Freddie Prince in this movie is, he's on par. He's he like. He is. He's like a knight. But his his delivery of lines, I feel like every time he tried to do a line his way, the director's like, can you do it more? Leave it to Beavery. <laughs> right. Like every one of his lines. Like. The uh, director totally stifled his, ac- his acting ability in this. The director never really made another movie. Really? Yeah. I feel like that was the problem with some of these, like, 90s movies. Like, the guy who made 10 Things I Hate About You, for the rest of his life, he was just doing 10 Things I Hate About You stuff. Oh, really? And the only one who actually has really had a career of the movies that you're doing is Amy Heckerling. Yes. Dick Lewis. Yes. Um, which, pin that for later. But this guy... Nothing. Never did anything, Nothing. and he, the screenwriter, got mad because the studio brought in M. Night Shyamalan to do an uncredited rewrite of the script. Really? That's why Lanny was dead the entire time. 
What a fun fact. <laughs> no, like, and then Shyamalan's like, yeah, I wrote on that. That was fun. I, I do love this movie. I do love mainly the supporting actors. Uh, I, I, my two favorite characters are this ensemble cast is Dulé Hill and uh, Eldon Henson. Yes, and Karen Culkin. Yeah, I feel like I have so much to say about Karen Culkin in this movie. Is his character? Why does his character have hearing aids? Is he deaf? And and why why does he turn on Zach so quickly? Because Lainey is like, I mean, their mom died in this movie of cancer when they were really young. The way she says it, he, she says it so nonchalantly. She's like, what it's happened to her? It's very factual. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to her? Cancer. <laughs> like, well, because she's like dead inside. But she's not. Like, Lainey Boggs is actually, this was Gene Siskel's last movie that he ever reviewed. And he said that the character of Lainey Boggs is one of the most well-developed She's very complex. and But he also said very complex, well-developed, and realistic female characters that he's ever um, seen. That is on. really true. And and she's actually, I think he said he liked her more than he liked Cher Horowitz. <gasps> Stop it. Well, keep in mind, he did die a week after this review came Okay, out. okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> so he wasn't well. Um, but... Lainey Boggs is a very complex character. She is. Zack Siler is not. He's very one-dimensional. He's very one-dimensional. And I love the fact that he walks in, looks at a picture of himself smiling, turns it around, and there's a picture of him making that... Uh, it's him making that same... Yeah. Like, face. Yeah. And I I love the ongoing joke that he can't remember anyone's name. I know. He's, what does he call Simon in the beginning? Spaz. Spaz. Hey, Spaz. He knows my name. That's not, not your name. name. <laughs> it's too much. It, it, we shouldn't like it so much, but it's so funny because he's like, he's like, hey, Connie. He knows my name. Your name's Melissa, right? It's awful. It's awful. Was he? Was he one of your big crushes in middle school? Freddie Prince. Um, no. Do you want to know who, like, my ultimate, like, huge crush was? Do you want me to guess? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, let's play 20 questions. Uh, was boy band member? No. Did he look like a boy band member? No. Was he, mar- is it, was he married but now divorced from someone really famous? No. Okay. I was going to guess Ryan Phillippe. Um, blonde or brunette? Brunette, surprisingly. Okay. Joshua Jackson? Yes! You're so good at this game! (laughs) Love, love, love Joshua Jackson. Well, he's Pacey Witter. Please. (laughs) He was also Charlie Conway, which leads us back to another Mighty Duck is in this movie. Yes. Fulton Reed is in this movie. Oh, and it's amazing. I, and I love Eldon Henson. He's one of my favorite actors, like, like of the 90s. Like, he's one of my favorite child actors who's still acting today. Have you seen what he looks like now? No. Let me go grab my phone. Is he still blonde? Yes. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Keep talking. I'm just... Good Lord. Yeah. Does he still have bad teeth? No, no, he got them fixed. Did he get Invisalign? No, they look like they're capped. Mm. But I love Eldon Henson. I, 
He's on he's on Daredevil. He really? Yeah. So this is gonna blow your mind, but is he still chunky? Uh, Did he thin out? Do some Weight Watchers? What's happening with him? Well, in this, he's supposed to be the fat kid. And yes, it's, yes. It's kind of upsetting. Like every, every does there always have to be a fat kid? He looks the same but different. He's a ginger. Is he? Oh yeah, he's a ginger. Uh, he's gingery, I guess. Wait, that was a few years ago. Let's see now, but. I, I don't like how they keep, like, like his whole thing was like, I'm fat. And like, he, all the eating stuff, all the food and how she always yells at him for, for eating the food. She's like, don't eat that. You're yeah, supposed to lose blah, 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 blah yeah. from, he looks a lot better as an adult. Yeah. Um, he's gotten better with age for sure. Well, he, he's gone through like, he's gained weight. He's lost weight. He's gained weight. He's lost weight. Um, this one, he made this movie right after, um, do you remember the movie The Mighty with Kieran Culkin and him? Kieran Culkin's no. character has, uh, 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 I think it's a combination of cerebral palsy and cystic fibrosis. Sweet Jesus. And he plays the big fat kid whose father... Again with the fat kid. Well, he, that's important to the movie because he, he's... Uh, his character is a big kid whose father was a serial killer what? and murdered his mother. Oh my God. And this his, took a turn. And, and basically his character, everyone thinks that, Oh, your, your dad was a serial killer. So you're going to end up being a serial killer too. Or murderer. Like he, he's not a serial killer. His dad was a murderer because he murdered his mom. Well, the kid saw it. The kid saw it. So he was mute. And then he bet, becomes friends with Karen Culkin's character, who gets him out of his shell and teaches him about Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, and they become best friends. This is sounding very familiar. I feel like I've seen this. And Sting did all the music for it. <laughs> Side note. Yeah. And and then Karen Culkin's character dies. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he has to learn how to be a better person without his friend. That's so sad. And then at the same time as they were making that, they got she's all that at the same time oh get out yeah <laughs> wow it's it was weird that is weird that would be weird to be on the set and be like hey you know know how we're making this really sweet drama you want to go make a bad romantic comedy <laughs> where you wear you know hearing aids and ride around on rollerblades and get dared to eat a pube pizza like <laughs> oh my, my favorite is eldon henson's um to prove how fat he is, he has to wear overalls and there's candy bars in the front pouches. That always cracks me up. And I was like, okay, we get it. He's fat. Leave him alone. And, uh. I love fat kids in movies. That's why Heavyweights is one of my favorite movies. Oh, Heavyweights is the best. I love Heavyweights. I'm shocked he wasn't in Heavyweights. I know. Oh, wait, he was doing Mighty Ducks at that time. Yep, there you go. Because he was a Bash brother. Totally mm-hmm. forgot. Um. And his brother was also in Mighty Ducks. His brother is Guy. And he, yes. was, he was also Vic in Casper. So Eldon Henson and Lainey Boggs are they're supposed to have like this ducky like like ducky and Molly Ringwald relationship. Yes. And you think he's gonna end up with her at the end, but no he ends up with I Aunt- never thought that. I totally thought the I first never time thought I saw that. I never thought that he was like into her. Really? I felt like they were more like brother sister. Well, she had a brother. Poor Spaz. 
poor Spaz. <laughs> I'm going to just call him Scribbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love Kieran Culkin. He's my favorite Culkin. There's so many Culkins. Yeah, did you ever see Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? No. He is amazing at it. Really? He plays... What is he doing now? He he was on the TV show Fargo, and he has an HBO series with Brian Cox. Uh, it's like Does Cul- he have a relationship with his older brother, Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, I, they're still close. The only one that they don't talk to is their dad, Kit Culkin. Because he's gray. Well, I need to I need to make an apology. I called him Michael Culkin because I got him and Michael Lohan confused because <laughs> basically they're the same. They're person. the same person. Yeah. So in the in this movie, I just love how Freddie Prince Jr. is is so appalled at Lainey Boggs at first because she wears glasses. Like, why is that like an awful thing? As someone who is a four eyed person. I still think that I'm pretty cute. I love me some good glasses. I mean, <laughs> I I just love how like they're like, oh man, she's got paint on her clothes and she's ugly. Like, no, she is beautiful. I feel like she looks beautiful even dressed up like that, though. I mean, are they more horrified about the fact that she is political, like, cranky, <laughs> like, and like kind of bitchy and standoffish and like not approachable? Is I feel like this could all be fixed. Like, this could be like a prune juice commercial. Like, all she had to do was take a poop. Right? (laughs) Get laid. Do something. Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of getting laid, uh, Jodie Lynn O'Keefe as Taylor Vaughn, um, her and Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard's character, the next TV show he should be on is not the real world. It should be To Catch a Predator. How effing creepy is he in this movie? He's so creepy. He is gross how great would it be if the movie ended like like as the credits are rolling like they just have like matthew lillard's character enter enter a house and he's like kimberly hey i brought the beers so you're looking for kimberly what what is this i'm chris hansen and this is to catch a predator it's it's creepy i mean because she's supposed to be 17 she is and why is she going on spring break at 17 like why are like she's got bad parents this is this is one of those movies like 90s movies and not that i want to reference clueless because the kids in clueless are a lot more well they're smart they're they're smart they're a lot more well off their parents don't pay attention I, to them I can't because they're to doing business. I'm so excited. Same. I know. But uh. I, I mean, it's it's totally different. Like these like Lanny Box, her dad is a pool guy. So who cares? Like I mean, but the point is, is like why are these other kids going on spring break? Like what are they doing? Like Well, they they treat it like it is such a stigma that her dad is a pool guy because uh Taylor's like They have a really nice house for him being a pool guy. Yeah. He he's he's the pool king or something like that. Something. No, no. It it, it even says the king, like 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 pool king. Does it say that like on his van or yeah, truck or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Like he's the king of pool cleaning. Yeah. Um. You just got a package, by the way. Oh that- my god! I'm so excited. My coffee pot shit the bed the other day. My oh. ninja. Fuck you, ninja. I'm so pissed about this. And I haven't had my own coffee like that. I've been able to make at my house. Well, for now days. I'm never gonna get ninja as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your mailman looks like Mr. McFeely. Really? Yeah. He he literally looked like Mr. McFeely. <laughs> he doesn't have that. Ha- he has like crazy hair too. He has the mustache and the glasses. Yeah, he's crazy hair, but it's I mean it's a little cold out. He has a little, he has a, a beanie on. But yeah, no, I'm really bitter about that. And I was hoping that um, 
they would deliver it would get delivered yesterday it was i primed it and well it's here today oh, and he was just goodness. waving at me i was like hi oh he's so cute he's so cute <laughs> um but yeah praise jesus for the coffee praise yeah. jesus yeah taylor vaughn lanny boggs they created that because of mo vaughn and wade boggs had a giant feud when, i never knew that when but got about mo vaughn you need to know 90s boston sports to know that to know that and like, like i for- totally forgot about movon that's so stupid <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you're obviously very bothered by it well like as someone who like i'm not the the most athletic person you think i got this pale from playing sports um <laughs> i i i knew this because we grow up in we grew up in Boston, and, and, like, if you didn't know your Red Sox, Wade Boggs, you couldn't like Wade Boggs anymore because he left and he w- became a Yankee, like. Yeah. And Mo Vaughn was mad at him, so they had a feud. And and to name your character, like, Lainey Boggs and Taylor Vaughn, and her dad's name is Wayne Boggs. We have to tell Leo that. Leo will die a thousand deaths knowing <laughs> that. That'll be, like, the favorite part of his this movie for him. Well, like, also, I always hated Taylor Vaughn. I hated that character. She was, do you want to know? I really hated Taylor Vaughn because I felt like she was a really accurate depiction of what every single girl who knew a mean girl or had someone who was mean to them was. Like whoever created her character had her as someone who picked on them or I mean... I think that's why I'm so bothered by her. See, I feel like part of the reason why, like, I always forget about this movie is because, like, I I relate less to like Zach Siler, and I, I I relate way more to Lainey Boggs. I was like, one day a Freddie Prince Jr. is gonna come and he's gonna take my glasses off and take the paint off my overalls, and his sister is gonna make me up and cut my hair. Anna Paquin. She is amazing in this. I love Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin has an Oscar. She is the only person in this movie who is part of the Academy of Arts and Sciences for the motion picture. And she has dark hair in this movie, so she's like almost unrecognizable. Yeah. It looks like she has like shoe polish in her hair. <laughs> like 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 her hair kind of looks like like sticky. Yeah. What what's up with that? I don't know. Also, her character is super horny. Super horny. And it, it's so interesting because she goes to that all-girls school. And until, she, until like, the end, like, at the prom scene, like, I really thought that she was into girls. No, no, because she has that line. She's like, I'm going over Max's house. Her her brother's home from uh, military school, and he's super cute. Got kicked out of military school. Got kicked out of military school. <laughs> I know. But I, th- I almost thought that she was being facetious when she said that. No, no. I, I knew she was boy crazy no like, i didn't realize i thought yeah. that she was like into the ladies which is fine she's, she's more into the vampires yep <laughs> she is a true blood <laughs> uh, no but i do i love i love her in this movie the 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 actors who are like side characters once again gabrielle union who she's actually a good guy in this one i know she, she, i love gabrielle union i do too um i did you see the movie that she tried to make uh the her version of taken no that came out on mother's day where like some guys tried to break in her house i saw that i saw a preview for it i never saw it saw it but i, I wish it did better because i would love to see a gabrielle union like taken series right <laughs> like um so uh, 
what was the other one? What was the other teen movie that was it? That she was in? Bring It On? Was she she in? was in Bring It On. She okay. was a significant character in Bring okay, It On. Okay, yeah. I love that movie. Because that was after this. Like a year after. She, she was really big in like 90s teen movies. And also Bad Boys too. Yeah. I love Gabrielle Union. I and, love, love, love and her. I, I love her in this. She's had a baby via surrogate. Oh, good for her. I'm so excited. I just, in this one, she had two movies come out the same year. Mm-hmm. Mind blown. I love her. Why doesn't she have an Oscar? Um, I don't know. She wasn't, she was in the Lee Daniels movie, so she should have a, wasn't she? She's getting there. She'll have one. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that she won't have one. I feel like she will eventually have a, a Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer career. She'll. A hundred percent. Yes. But I don't think it's going to be until like she's in her sixties. I love her. I don't care. I love her. I think that she's so great. And she's sticking to TV, so she'll probably have an Emmy soon. I hope so. I mean, she's great. Um, she's so beautiful. Her her posse, the, I, I always thought one of the girls was Jessica Alba, and it's not. Do you know who it is? Who? It's the girl who got Sean Hunter to join the cult. The girl that got Sean on Hunter. On Boy Meets World, in the cult episode? Yes. The girl who, who brings him to the, the, what is it, the circle or the... Whatever, whatever the cult place is. I love Boy Meets World, and I love that episode. She's that girl. Really? Yeah, Tamara Rollins is her name. Rollins, but she—that—that's who that is. I thought it was Jessica Alba, but Jessica Alba was in Never Been Kissed. Oh, another great movie. Not based on a, a famous literary thing, so we I do- know it's sad because I love Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, um. You thought Drew Barrymore was in Josie and the Pussycats, right? Yes. Yeah, but it was Rachel Lee Cook. Cook. And Rachel Lee Cook in this is so much different than Josie and Josie and the Pussycats. I know. And, like, I don't want to say she has range because, like, to be have range in, the, in teen movies is not that difficult. No. But in this one, I, I do agree with the late Gene Siskel that she is the best written character. Not not the best performance. No. I think Dulé Hill is my favorite. <laughs> Which, once again, someone from the West Wing in a teen movie. We had Allison Janney. Mm-hmm. And then we had, um, then we had uh, uh, Dulé Hill. Who, I love it. He's my favorite thing in this movie. I love him. I you were going to say in this world. I'm like, that is, that's hard. No, that's no, no. I love Psych, though. But- he is great in this. I love how his dad owns Harrison Ford. I love that. And the actor? No, the car dealership. Car dealership. <laughs> like, he's so great. And he's the one guy who's like, you, know, you shouldn't be making a bet, but you know, if you fall in love with her, good for you. And Usher's in this movie. I have in my notes, I have... And Lil' Kim. I have, why is Usher playing Wolfman Jack? Usher is playing Wolfman Jack. He's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, Earthquakes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the home stretch earthquakes. And a special shout out to all my seniors. Just two weeks left to the time on the combination of crepe paper, cleavage, <laughs> and Cristal prom. You know what I'm talking about. And speaking of the big night, where it has it, the recent support of Simon's big sister has left the prom queen race tighter than those little dresses Taylor's been wearing around campus. <laughs> so vote early, vote often. Here's a little uh, campaign music for you. Now, I always get upset, like, 
in a lot of 90s TV series in high schools and in movies, they have these, like, MCs that, like, come over and they have, like, school radio and they, like, play music. Is this a California uh, thing? Are you like, talking about uh, Brian Austin Green from... Yes, I am. I'm making a Brian Austin Green reference. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I feel, like, left out that we didn't have that. No, that wasn't a thing. And it was only for TV. I think they added him because Miramax made this movie, as I gritted my teeth and (laughs) said that earlier. They also made Pump Up the Volume. I forgot about Pump Up the Volume. Very, basically, the room he's in doing his, first off, that's not what what radio is. Like Like a sound booth looks like. (laughs) That's not what a sound, he's in, he's in like a classroom. Basically, he Did he ever go to class? Or is this all he did? (laughs) Have you ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? Yes. He's like that kid who uh, who does the the radio. Yes. He, yes, that's who he is. He's Sam Levine's character. He is. He is. What if, what if they did pan down and there's like nothing plugged in? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh no, Usher's crazy. Usher so, doesn't age either. Well, yeah, Usher, Usher, Paul Rudd, Allison Janney, they're Gabrielle all, Union. Gabrielle Union. Uh, unfortunately, not Little Kim. <laughs> bad news i know she has no lines in this movie she has like two lines and she's like who cares and uh brian (laughs) or derek derek (laughs) yeah and she just kind of like follows everyone else around she follows taylor vaughn around i was trying to figure out is julie hill dating little kim or was he dating gabrielle union because in in the beach scene even though he's ogling gabrielle union little kim sits on his lap when they drive away I don't know. I but think then that he they're ta- just all friends. But then he takes Gabrielle Union to prom. But I think they're just friends. <laughs> what if it was really creepy? Oh, Julie Hill and Little Kim's character are siblings. Ugh. Oh, just... <laughs> oh, God. No, gross. No, uh, I, I love um, Kevin Pollack. <laughs> like, so I never understood. So you've seen another teen movie. Yes. And that's what... They make fun of. This is the movie they make fun of the most. Why? Why? Why is it? Why is it this movie? Because the whole plot is all you had to do was take her glasses off and cut her hair. Ta-da! And she, yeah, that's why they made fun of it. But Randy Quaid's character in that is making fun of Kevin Pollock's character, and I never understood why in not another team movie he calls the daughter like pumpkin names until in this movie. I didn't realize that he called his daughter Pumpkin Nose. Yes. And I was like, what? Pump- Isn't it weird? It's so creepy. The dad's weird in this movie. He's very subdued, but I do love the the wheel, uh, not Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy scene. Where, oh, yes. Where he's, he's getting everything wrong. Everything wrong. And how come he doesn't notice the kids that are in his house cleaning? Is he on like Quaaludes or Whippets? <laughs> <laughs> Whippets. I don't know. I don't know. You just see him. Uh, I love my favorite question from um, the Jeopardy is, this is the fourth Marx brother who stopped doing movies after Duck Soup. And he goes, Lamo. Who is Lamo Marx? Who is Zeppo? But but after he says that, you just see him take like a uh, ready weapon, just go. It's, it's unreal to me. In that scene, before Freddie Prince Jr. like comes in, I get so grossed out when you see Kieran Culkin 
eating peanut butter and jelly out of the jar with his hand. <laughs> so and he like he dips, he, he dips like it's like two he like two fingers at like dip I know so gross. <laughs> he dips his hand in the peanut butter and then just kind of goes for it the jelly. What if he was just it in his mouth? What if he was just doing that on on camera and the, the director's like, "Oh, maybe we shouldn't." And they're like, "No, he's a Culkin. Just be nice to him." I don't and then he does that in these slaps freddie prince jr's hand yeah i I love how in love um with freddie prince jr karen culkin's character is he loves him he idolizes him (laughs) no i'm not even gonna go don't go there i see or don't go there (laughs) i was gonna say he wishes he was the macaulay that he deserved not the macaulay that he got (laughs) womp womp um I just, I just love Freddie Prince Jr. trying to pick up, um, uh, Lanny. He goes, uh, Lanny, I was wondering if you could, and she just walks away, embarrass me horribly in front of all of these people. Yeah, she doesn't give two shits about him. He, he is, he's kind of a jerk, but he's also very endearing. Yes. I, I don't understand how. I feel like he's a jerk by proxy. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> I feel like the longer we haven't even talked about Paul Walker, the long R.I.P. But his, he's <sighs> such a dick in this movie. I hate him in this movie. I feel like it's not even like it's not even Paul Walker. Like that's not Paul Walker. No, the movie that he did before this was Meet the Deedles. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> We're drinking seltzers, and I literally almost just spit it out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, the movie he made before this was Meet the Deedles. <laughs> What did he do besides... Is this like one of his first movies? Mm-hmm. Yep. This is how he broke on the scene. Yes. How old was he when they did this movie? Um, was he in his 20s? He was 45. No. <laughs> right. Uh, no, he was... I think he was 18 or 17. No way. Yeah. I think Leo said he was born in 73. Was he? I think so. Okay. So this was 98 this was filmed in. Because this was back when they had film. So it took a year so they filmed this in 98, 73. He was 15 years old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 73. God, I'm bad at math. <laughs> um, so. Is he like 27, 26? This is bad. No one judged the fact that we can't He was do 25. Math. 25. He was 25 years old crazy he did not look 25 also he had a weird like like 1940s bodybuilder body like the scene oh yeah (laughs) okay so so football is not soccer i'm gonna just say that they treat soccer like it's football in all of the 90s movies in in this specifically yes this one in like she's the man yeah which um and they they treat they treat this like everyone in this town cares about soccer because there's that one game which it doesn't even look like it's a game it's a scrimmage where Zach messes up. No one cares about soccer. Yeah, no one cares. And that's when like like the whole movie Paul Walker is trying to be his friend, but he's not. Like like he he turns on him on a dime every single time. Well, I feel like he turned on him because and I and I feel like he felt like he had the upper hand because 
Freddie Prinz in this movie has it all. Like, he has the hot girlfriend. He's super smart. He's, like, captain of the soccer team. He is. He's going to be going to, like, an Ivy League college. And then the second, like, one, like, something starts to crumble, he, like, capitalizes on it. He's like, you've lost the hot girlfriend. I'm coming in for you. And that's when he, like, really turns on I'm your god now. I feel like he feels like he can take over. Like, he can be the new Zach. Well, he then tries that, and Dulé is like, no. Because Dulé knows. Yeah, Dulé is awesome. Dulé knows. Oh, I love the rap battle between the, the, the guys, and they say the name of the movie. Yes, at the very end. I love that. Not even the end, like like halfway through the movie. Is it? It's. Oh, it. I meant like at the end of the rap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she's, she's all that. <laughs> like Yeah, when they're running for um for prom queen. Yes, and I love when Taylor's like, you think you're all that. She's all that. No, she is not all that. Okay, you just said like four different times. I feel like that was the pitch. Uh, let's call the movie She's All That. How about She's Not All That? No, but she wants to be all that. It's ridiculous. And she's so much taller. Like she's bigger than Lainey too in this movie. Also, <laughs> Taylor Vaughn looks like someone's mom. She looks like Stifler's mom. Yeah, she <laughs> Oh, gosh. Hi, it's me. <laughs> Oh man, you look like the Fourth of July. <laughs> I want a hot dog real bad. Like, but she looks so gross in this movie, and she's chain smoking like crazy. Yes. And is she drunk in like every scene? I don't know, but she makes references to her tattoos still hurting. Like, I have tattoos. Like, I don't think they hurt unless you get like hepatitis. Like, I, I'm really, I'm concerned for her. I, I love the tattoo scene where he's getting where Matthew Lillard gets his own face. And he has me written underneath it. Was that a reference to Steve-O? I think so. It had to be. Right? Steve-O and MTV because he's on the, he's on the real world and this well, other yeah. thing. Yeah. But his character is based on Puck, right? From the real world? I think so. Puck was the only one who got kicked out of the yes. house. Okay. So, yeah. And I, I, I love Matthew Lillard, but I've heard that Matthew Lillard in this movie was basing it after like Corey Feldman. Really? Like, and if you look at it, it really... He, Corey Feldman. Oh, poor Corey I Feldman. know. Poor Corey. Um, so uh, I'm going to be on Jukebox Zeros, the podcast for bad music. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're trading off with me. They're going to do an episode with me. But I have to listen to Corey Feldman's album that Corey Feldman did. And when do you think Corey Feldman's album came out? Oh, gosh. I mean... One would think that it came out probably like early, early, early nineties. Stop, stop it. <laughs> and in listening to that, and then like, like watching this movie, I was like, oh my god, the the Rick James scene is totally Corey Feldman. Oh yeah, he's aged poorly. Corey Feldman is trying to look like Michael Jackson. I'm so happy that you said that. Well, he's always, since the 90s, he, he's... They were really close. They were... Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. Now we're just saying. But, but yeah, he, he he's trying... He... Uh, the Rick James scene just... Every time... Why is his theme song... Why is Matthew Lillard's theme song, Give It To Me, Girl? I don't... No, but do you ever notice like when he does that dance 
at the party and at the end when it's like when it's like give it to me and it's he always points to his tattoo that says me and has his face yeah that that, but i love how like they're like okay sing along with the song matthew and he then bothered to learn the lyrics and he was like give it to me the (laughs) his dance moves are on point though like i give him i give him props for moving around like that he okay you have to imagine he had to do that like 50 times Oh my gosh. Yeah, what? I guess I didn't think about that. He probably had to do like multiple takes of that. Gosh. He was probably, no wonder why he's so ripped. Oh yeah. Every, every guy is like ripped in this movie. I bet if you took Kevin Pollock's shirt off in this movie, he would have like a six pack. Probably. <laughs> um. Oh my God. Uh, we didn't even talk about the bullying of the, the art girls. Yeah, when they tell her to kill herself. Suicide, man. Suicide's what that's awful that's teen like suicide in the 90s teen suicide was huge oh yeah remember on my so-called life like if mm-hmm. you're feeling blue please call the the mtv hotline or whatever oh, it was yeah. yeah like clea duval is one of the friends yes and then the girl who was was uh mandela in 10 things i hate about you was the other one which i wouldn't even call them friends shall we call them frenemies yeah and and they're like we were thinking of like famous artists like Van Gogh and Monet, and we thought maybe you should kill yourself. And then she looks at her and she's like, "Think about it," and she walks away. <laughs> what if she just slid some razor blades across the table, yeah. like here, here you go, do it, or like pills? <laughs> like, uh, don't do it, don't do it, do it. You know what's like so crazy about that though? I mean, it's. I, th- I mean, when you watch it, like, the first time, you're like, oh, they're so nice. They're, like, complimenting her. And then they say that, and it's like, ooh. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. It's like, it takes a turn. And, well, but then, when they she goes to the party. Oh, the party. And she sees her in the bathroom, well, and she's vomiting. She's and then trying she's, so hard to be nice. Lainey, Lainey is a saint. She is. She, she is such a good person she is she tried so hard and then and then you know it's like she is a real bitch because of what she says to her yeah i totally forgot what she said it was like she says something to the effect of like it must be really hard for you looking at someone like me who has you know got into every art school every art school with a scholarship and you have to clean up my puke yeah and that's when she takes her makeup bag and she makes her look like a clown and it's life yeah, <laughs> one of those smoking clowns. I love that. Yeah, that was great. I was like, she belongs in some middle-aged lady's house in, like, you know, Kansas. I loved that. I loved that. And once again, I think every person who smokes is supposed to be bad in this movie because Taylor smokes and she's mean to Lainey. Cleaned I never it. even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, cigarettes are bad, kids. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> Awful. Her- uh, Harrison Ford, uh, Preston, that's who Dulé is. Preston's party is a, how big is his house? <clears throat> right. That house goes on forever. It's bigger than Claire Horowitz's house. Cher. Yeah. Claire. <laughs> Why did I say Claire? Why am I thinking I, Claire? Because we were talking about my so-called life. Claire. Thank you. There we go. That's where it came from. I'm like, what? <clears throat> um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, his house is humongous. And it has private parking. Private parking. I, I was just picturing like like uh, um, 
uh, valet parking guys. Like, oh like, my god, yeah. Because when she freaks out and she runs out of the party, I was just picturing like a guy handing her her ticket and her keys. Like she's just crying. But I feel like why if they're so rich, like why did they have like that little pebble driveway, that little pebble stones? I have no idea. That upsets me. I'm like, you're so rich. You Let's should... get the location scout on the phone. <laughs> right? What are you doing? God damn it. Get your shit together, man. I'm like, it looks like a walkway. <laughs> what is happening? And is it for dramatic effect because she falls? Um, I love when uh, they point out, like, they're trying to do the whole um, Zach is smart thing. Like, like, I love how they actually made Zach smart and have, like, the third or fourth highest GPA in the whole school. Yeah. Because I love how she's like, I'm not smart. If you, if you want like a tutor, I can't, it's not me. And he's like, I have the fourth highest GPA in the entire school. And then she looks at Elton Henson and he's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's <laughs> happening. He's the smart one. <laughs> like Elton, Elton Henson should be in this movie more. He should. And, and once again, the way he, he ends up with, with, Anna Paquin. Yes. Which I thought was so sweet. I thought that was super sweet. <laughs> oh, she's a chubby chaser. <laughs> love it. I, I just love how she like like predators him. She's like Oh boop. yeah. <laughs> and and she's like going up to him and he's like, Oh, great song. And she goes, I love this song. Uh my name is Oh, do you remember his character's name? No, they said in unison, it's my favorite. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. Do you remember his character's name? No. Jesse Jackson. <laughs> amazing the honorable jesse jackson amazing oh man once again like the two leads in this movie i feel like if if you pulled them out though it would take away the entire plot of the movie you would have this brilliant robert altman like teen movie like where all these people's lives are just intersecting yeah they all kind of collide it's really weird it is kind of weird and it's weird how i cared more about the side characters than i did about laney and i think the side characters are all like really important though yeah they all play a really kind of critical part in the story also usher besides being like the school dj (laughs) getting excited over here (laughs) Uh, I, apparently, he's also the school's choreographer because he taught them all how to dance for the prom. <laughs> Do you know that I, like, on repeat, watched that dance montage and learned it, like, taught myself that dance montage? Every time I, I, I think of that, I think of not another teen movie where uh, Josh Radner from not, uh, How I Met Your Mother, he he uh, he's the exposition fairy in that movie. And yes. Uh, he's the guy who goes, you can't talk until Lacey Chavere moves. But I love how he goes, you would never know that all of these people are trained professional dancers. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? You would never suspect that everyone at this school is a professional dancer. <laughs> like that, when I see that scene and she's all that, when they're all dancing to Funk Soul Brother. I love that song. Uh, I do too. Like, I remember that song was so... Fatboy Slim? Fatboy Slim. That, yeah. so, that album was so popular that... In uh, Coconuts or Strawberries, the one that is like used to be down the street from where you live. Strawberries. Strawberries. You couldn't get it. No. For weeks. Weeks. You had to order it. That's mm-hmm. how. 90s, man. Love it. I've, oh, I really miss strawberries and coconuts. I miss like record stores. I miss. Yeah. Well, I miss Blockbuster the most. Like, like I've had this discussion many times on this podcast. It meant something in, like, middle school and elementary school. Like, when you 
on Friday night after school, your parents would drive you to Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. You'd rent a movie, you'd grab a pizza, and then you would go home and watch a movie and eat pizza. And it like, was amazing. You can't. And you had to get there soon because they only had so many copies. Got, and remember when you really wanted a movie and it was like, womp, womp. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, we're all out of She's All That. Yeah. And, and now, this day and age, kids aren't going to have that same experience. No. Everything's on Netflix, which I love Netflix. And I love, well, I love, I love streaming sites. I yeah, mean, but, it's great, but, but if you want to rent a video, like a hard cut, you have to go to Redbox. Like, it's not the same. Which is obnoxious. Yeah. We used to go, uh, there used to be um, a Purity Supreme down where like old stop and shop used to be yeah and they had a little rental we, store in there yes we would go and you could go in because it had like the side because it was main entrance and like the side entrance you, when you went in the side entrance it was like right where the can return was they had the movies yeah and it was a humongous section too we used to i mean we used to take us like twice a week we could go write movies it yeah. was awesome we we always went to superstar video did you re- I remember be kind rewind oh yeah um but uh, this was one of the movies that that I didn't. Uh, did I see this in theaters? I don't remember seeing this in theaters, but I remember renting this like crazy. I remember renting this a lot because this was always sold out. Always, and because we rented it for like every sleepover, which is weird because they had a million copies of of like Ten Things I Hate About You, but they only had like four copies of She's All That. Why I, though? I don't know. Uh, well, I know. Uh, I actually do know why. Miramax charged a ton for their for rental rights fees. to their movies, and I just remember like not having like any copies because um, Miramax charged like an arm and a leg. Do they really? They used to. That's crazy. Now, like the Weinstein Company doesn't really exist anymore. Is it totally defunct? Pretty much. That's crazy. Well, not crazy, but I mean, it's that's why, crazy to think that's about. That's why the the best movie of last year did not get any Oscar nominations because it was a Weinstein movie. When oh. River with Jeremy Renner. Wouldn't that piss you off if you starred in that movie? That was, that was my favorite film of last year, and he should have won the Oscar. Like, that's he was, sad. Yeah. He's probably bitter about it. Oh, he is. <laughs> He's talked about it. like Openly. Yes. But I just, I I remember seeing this movie. And this was, like, the first movie I realized, like, when someone is going to turn out to be, like, the real villain. Because they make you think Taylor's going to be, like, this major bitch, which she is. Oh, of course. However. She's consistently a bitch, though, I will say that. <laughs> when the, the moment Paul Walker came on in his first line of talking about banging a stewardess. Oh, God. I was like, he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like and the bat, I was like, oh well, maybe he's gonna realize the error of his ways, and then he tries to force himself on Lainey. I know it's like date rape. Yeah, he and and I love how she has a uh, a portable air horn. I love that. I love that he's deaf for graduation. Yep, and the terms of the bat, you only find out what he won. You never find find find. Uh, I can't talk. You never find out what what Jake was or Zach was gonna win Jake is from another team movie you never find out what <laughs> we're messing uh, up everyone's names yeah <laughs> um you never find out what Zach was gonna win you never... I know like what was it was it money was it yeah was and... it just bragging rights no no Zach probably would have they're too rich for that stuff <laughs> there was something involved there were things my god what if it was like he would have got like Paul Paul Walker's car probably who cares well that just makes it sad because of what happened to paul walker 
Oh, you went there. Oh. I didn't. I didn't. No, but back in the nineties, it was like you have to go streaking or you have to give me your car. It was yeah. always. It was always a car. Always the car. Say about the bell. Car. Yep. But I love how you're supposed to hate Zach. You don't hate Zach, but he's doing all of these things for the wrong reason. And then he falls in love with Lainey. Just like ten things I hate about you. But he's like he act, but he handles it poorly because he goes when he freaks out that she's going to prom with Paul Walker. Yes. He turns into such a child. I thought we were going. As all men do. <laughs> yes. We, we are nothing but babies. <laughs> Huge babies. <laughs> we are nothing but weenuses and boners. Mm-hmm. Um the the ongoing joke of Oh, did you think that I was really going to go this place with you? Oh, you did? Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> but my favorite is when Matthew Lillard does it. And he's like, do you really think that I was going to do real world rules challenge? Challenge? <laughs> I love that that was brought up. I, I miss like real world. Good real world, I will say. I really but, liked Seattle. Uh, my favorite was London. I liked London. London too. was good too. Surprisingly, the Boston one was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I just love that when they kept making real world references and how offensive, like, the, the guy from Africa had to have, like, the dashiki. Right? It was so... It was so... That's bad. And and how, like, offensive they made the real world, like, lesbian on the show. Yes. <laughs> so bad. And... and I, I, I love how they show behind the, the curtain because, like, you find out that it's all staged because he's like, then I did this. This is my Pacino moment. And this is my, like, like. Why was it such a big deal that he was, like, farting all the time and being gross? Puck, I guess. Like, you need to have the bad boy. You mm-hmm. need to have the one who's going to cause, like, you need your Snooky. But farting isn't funny. Uh, I guess. Uh, well, in sitcoms, it's supposed to be. But this is the real world. Yeah. Once again, they they never address the fact that she was 17 and she's clearly having sex with Matthew Lillard. Who's, how old is he supposed to be? At least 21. At uh, least. He's probably 25, 26. Ew. Yeah. And he's just, Matthew Lillard in this movie. Such a Chester. <laughs> Chester molester. He's so gross. He's so gross. And, he looks like he doesn't bathe. <laughs> He he looks like one of those guys who claims he always has been vegan. <laughs> yes. Like I've I've made that joke before on the podcast, but this is the best example of a guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He he is a Hollywooder. Yes. He really is. Yes. And he said like he has to audition for Aaron Spelling's new TV show. Like no, they don't. This was a time period where they didn't do that. No. And I love the whole transformation of Lainey. Is a matter not even days, minutes, like Seconds. like 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 of her being being popular. Not even her getting beautiful. Her being popular from the beach. The beach. The beach. The and, beach changed her life. And the lines in the beach scene alone are just gross. Like Lainey, I want I want to introduce you to uh, what was it? The oh wait no that was at the party. The the Brazilian guys. Oh God. Uh, uh Gabrielle Union says, yes. "Come on," but at the beach. Paul Walker, what he says, uh, what he points out to Freddie Prince Jr. Hey now, check out the bobos on Super Freak. You know, Zach, from up here, she almost looks normal. Oh my gosh. I 
I hadn't heard that ref- that um, that term in a really long time. Well, I, that's I never understood what super freak <laughs> bobos <laughs> and hocus pocus. They refer to them as yabos. Yabos. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again. Paul Walker's character is a cartoon character. Mm. I'm surprised he didn't say Aruga. <laughs> like, right? Like this uh, is basically his character. Like you said, is like a cartoon character. Yeah, he really is. But I remember they used that in the trailer. Really? Yeah. And also I don't remember the trailer. How is she a super freak? Because she she dropped her books going up the stairs. Like that's how they pick her. Like the the playful misogynism in this movie is upsetting. <laughs> Well, I feel like there's not a lot of backstory on, like, how she is a freak. Like, why is doing art being a freak? No, it's because her mom died. Like, why is that? Oh, my God. What if that was the reason? Stop. What if that was? No. It can't be. No. Huh. We all have two parents. You have one. (gasps) No. No. I refuse to believe it's that. I don't don't know. Like, why is she a freak? Preston has, his parents are away. Zach's parents. Um, Taylor's parents were away when she got her tattoo. They're always away. All the parents are always away. But parents, what if this is like the John Hughes school where if you don't have two happy parents, you are a freak. You're a freak. Because I don't know. Because in the Breakfast Club, uh, what's his name? Anthony Michael Hall's character's parents are divorced, and he's the freak. And so is uh, Ali Sheedy's character. Her parents are divorced too. And she's the freak also. She also makes snow on her art project with her dandruff. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> But she's also there because she had nothing better to do. So I'm saying that in this world, you're a freak if you're not part of the norm. And to be a part of the norm, you have to have two parents. It's a very good observation. But she would be queen in the Disney world. I know. Like, All the queens are. That's why parent. Touchstone didn't want to make this movie. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, I I do love her little, like moments with the art teacher. But the art teacher is so like, you need to break out of your comfort zone. Show me the real you. How is that breaking out of her comfort? And what's zone? up with the feather? I love the feather. <laughs> I love how the she feather. She like pets her with it and like walks away seductively. It... <laughs> I got this from Josephine Baker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the art teacher is like, you're never going to get into art school. Oh, you painted a picture of your dead mother. You're getting into art school. I haven't seen you open up like this ever. But she didn't really paint anything. She literally took like paper mache and put her mom's photo in the middle. And colored around it. And colored around it. Violet does that. (laughs) (laughs) Your, your your daughter's gonna get into art school. <laughs> <laughs> She's halfway there. <laughs> but and also the prom. This is what we were talking about in the last episode. The prom is at the high school. Yes. The high school is humongous. Humongous. Then. And it looks like a hotel because mm-hmm. there's an upper balcony. That's that's what, really the high school. That was the Are high school. Sure. Because remember, they're setting up the prom at the high school when she finds out that it was a bet. Because Taylor goes, are they're setting up for prom, You're right? And and it's the day before prom, and they're setting up. It's at the high school. So is it? 
So what room is it in their high school? Is it the auditorium? Because apparently that... it's in the Andrew Lloyd Webber way. <laughs> <laughs> like like this looks like the opera house from Phantom of the Opera. Well, and like the bathrooms, like that the bathrooms are too nice to be school bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Um, it looks like a hotel. It does. I don't know. Are they just like are they getting things together to bring to prom at school? Um. No, it's at the high school. That's crazy to me, then. It's yeah. so crazy to me. Because he leaves. Because, remember, Preston says... No, not Preston. Jesse, uh, Eldon Henson, says that he got a hotel room at a... You're right. It's not at a hotel because he leaves and goes to a hotel. Yeah, and this PG-13 movie, in that scene when they're setting up a prom, gets away with their only F-bomb. Yes. My bet? My bet? Am I a fucking bet? Yes. You didn't think you became popular for real, did you? Oh, you did. That's so sweet. Am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet? You know, I Leo had said to me, you know, like, is what is this rated? Like, it's PG, you get one f bomb in the PG thirteen movie. Really? Yep. And it can't. It has to be. So to say fuck in in a PG thirteen movie, it needs to be like an exclamation, like ah oh, fuck. It can't be like they're fucking. Hard. Gotcha. Right. So, so it has to be what she said. Yeah, you had you had to really make it count if you're going to use it in PG-13. You get one. That's insane to me. Because um, what else we, are you allowed in a PG-13 movie? Well, so we uh, over the summer we did uh, Last Action Hero, and they set up the rules of a PG-13 movie. Oh. Because in that movie he gets sucked into an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, so you can have violence, but you can't show blood. Okay. So you can have guys explode, mm-hmm. but you can't see like blood coming out. Um. You can say any swear you want except for the F word because it's a PG-13 movie. And if you do, it has to be in a certain context. And only once. 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 And he already said it in the movie. Wow. So, yeah. So so they use their one F-bomb. And, and I, I even wrote in my notes, I was like, this F-bomb should have been like earlier because uh, Gabrielle Union, um, when... Taylor gets dumped by Matthew Lillard. Um, uh, someone's like, "Oh, but she's our, but Taylor's our friend." She says, "Screw Taylor." She, she just said, "Fuck Taylor." Right. Because in real life, that's what we would do. Yeah. And and that's when you use your f bomb. And here, instead of saying, "Am I a fucking bet? Am I a damn bet? Or am I a goddamn bet?" I would say, "Goddamn bet." Yeah. Am I a goddamn bet? And. And I mean, I overuse the F word, so I mean, I probably would use it all the time. They say that people who uh, overly swear are geniuses. So, <gasps> Well, so, I feel good. So you, me, and David Mamet, we're, you know. A class all our own. We're fucking mental <laughs> scholars. Um, we're fucking amazing. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't understand why, like, it, it goes so dark in the last 10 minutes of this movie or 20 minutes of the, this movie because she finds out. And then she almost w- gets raped. <laughs> <laughs> she won't talk to um, uh, 
Zach, and I love when he calls, and Karen Culkin, who, like, idolized him, was like, stop calling here, asshole. I know. And then she has her heart-to-heart with her dad. Yes. The night of prom. And I love how he's like, isn't prom tonight? And it's so sad because she really hopes that it's Zach. And she goes up those steps hoping it's Zach. And it's not. It's Paul Walker. It's Paul Walker. And he looks like a Ken doll. He does. He does look like a Ken doll. He, he really does. They had to have spray tanned him for this. Oh, he totally. Yeah. I mean, he had to take that Meet the Deedles money. <laughs> <laughs> that was a movie. And I will never do that on this podcast. <laughs> never. Have you ever seen it? No. Oh, it's bad. They play two brothers who have to stay, save Yellowstone Park, but they're like Bill and Ted types. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No. Um, it's stupid. And then she's like, okay, I'll just go with the flow. And then the prom itself is when it gets crazy. So crazy. I, the, the prom is bagel basket worthy itself. Like, mm-hmm. like, I love how, first off, why is their school mascot the earthquakes? It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It would it would be like yeah we get it. California has like earthquakes all the time. It's like in Japan naming your like your your tsunami. I was gonna say Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Godzilla, it's time to learn that dance that I taught you. He taught them a dance. Yeah 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 earthquakes. Right about now we're gonna do that dance I taught you, and I know you've been practicing. I forgive you. Let's dance. I love that everyone did it though. I I do too, but I would. Lo- I love a good choreographed dance in a but teen movie. I would love to see the behind the scenes, like w- while they're setting up for the dance, you have Usher in the background going two, three, four, <laughs> five, <step."> six, <laughs> seven, eight. <laughs> God I'll damn it, Taylor! You're out. five minutes slow. Oh, in in the dance scene, I never understood why in the dance scene Taylor takes her finger, licks it. I don't get that. I don't. I'm so bothered by that all the time. All the time. Yeah. And I always thought that Freddie Prince Jr. was dancing in this, and he's not. There's a guy who looks like Freddie Prince Jr. Stop it. He's not dancing. Does in the, he not dance? He doesn't dance in the dance scene. It's does he not dance in general? No, he does. Okay. Because in the Scooby-Doo movie, there's like a, a, a beach blanket bingo stuff okay i feel better about that no no like his, his character doesn't dance and all uh paul walker doesn't dance they the main guys disappear and it's just taylor and then it's rachel lee cook just doing the whole monkey she's just doing eh like up and i know <laughs> it's it's bad oh man i like the professional dancers though yeah taylor's the only one who's dancing um and this is my favorite is the, the love scene and the love scene the, the the love story of it's a five minute love love story of uh anna paquin and jesse i love them uh, yeah i i wish they just had a movie like a fault in our stars like like you find out that she's terminally ill and he's oh got God. he's got juvenile diabetes <laughs> He's obese. <laughs> we get it. He's fat. Jesus Christ. I I was just waiting for like like every time 
he comes on screen like you just see again a director's chair just turn around and be like it's because he's fat you know what is so amazing though like when she i don't know if you noticed this but i was like hyper focused on it every scene that he is in he's always like eating mm-hmm. so like at oh the are you talking about the, place, the, the plate of shrimp the plate of shrimp i mean he must have like over a hundred like shrimp cocktail oh yeah i just picture like some poor guy whose job it was to hand out like shrimp cocktail like like is walking by and he just goes give me that oh my how many takes did he have to do how many shrimp cocktails did he have? He probably to got so sick so like viciously and ill i i love their their meat cute. i mean it's in like a soup bowl like a big like fancy like it's soup a punch bowl, bowl. Like, a, like, it, fat rim. Yeah, yeah. like i mean he has it <laughs> yeah that was a soup bowl that was probably in the marx brothers movie Ugh. um I, I just love their meet cute, and he, he's like, I'm Jesse Jackson. I can't dance. My name's Max. I go to school with 500 chicks. I love that. She's the best. I The delivery of her lines is just, like, so sharp. And, you know, I glossed over Zach, Zach's performance art thing because I hate that scene. Oh, the hacky sack? The hacky sack. Because... It's pretty deep. It, well, that that's fine but what creeps me out is the fat guy with the beret the beatnik the, he's like isn't mitch crazy good and it's just weird he's wearing like an adult diaper <laughs> <laughs> love how laney her and with, art like, the little people i love it how laney does every type of art painting she does. and then she does interpretation performance, yeah. performance art and uh i just love the um Oh, what what was the line? Um, not the I want to be like Mike. It was um. My soul is an island. My car is a Ford. I want to be like Mike. My car is a Ford. Yes. <laughs> I want to be like Mike. That I I didn't understand the performance art piece. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get it. I was just. I think of like how I met your mother, uh, with performance art, like, like, you know who I am? Society. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was just waiting for someone to just come out and take red paint and be like, this is the ozone layer. (laughs) Well, well, in the nineties, that would have been very appropriate, you know? (laughs) And like, they have like the trash can, like the fire comes up and then she has her face painted and like, she's be silent, be still. Still. And they rock back and forth. It's a little creepy. If you want to talk about creepy, Zach hitting on her is so creepy because he's like, your eyes are very beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Do you always wear glasses? And then they repeat that scene at the end with them, like, dancing. I hate the line. I hate when he goes, can I have the last dance? And she goes, you can have the first. first. Oh, fuck you. I do love her backyard, though. Her her dad takes care of the pool. I love how Karen Culkin is asleep and he's going over, like, the different types of pools. Yes. And he's like, what is this? Kidney-shaped? Very good. Yes. I- <laughs> but the... Then she comes home after, you know, escaping the clutches of Paul Walker and she's like talking to her dad and then Did they she walk? Did she Uber? Like what's happening? She probably took a cab. But but standing there is Zach. So while that whole conversation of the types of pool is going on, Zach was probably just standing there like for two hours in the corner. Just doing nothing. Like like ignore me. Just, just gonna to... wait over here. Well, 
that's another thing that I've always noticed in, in movies, like when, um, especially in this movie, like they start with a conversation, then they move to a different location and that they pick up like in the middle of that, the, the conversation. So like the beach, when she goes with him, they start talking and then they continue that on the beach so like what was the car ride like like Silent. yeah i just picture like so as i was saying before hold on we need to wait till we get to the beach it, it could be loud he doesn't have a top on that car <laughs> not a lot of conversation happening oh and uh you and i both realized at the same time what famous actor there are two people that make a cameo in this yeah one is on the jv uh soccer team milo ventimiglia Dun, da, da, da. he is one he has he clearly looks down at the barrel of the camera i love him yeah and um uh, freddie prince jr's wife <laughs> the one the only sarah, sarah michelle, michelle which speaking of my bar mitzvah i had that giant cardboard cutout of i love sarah michelle Gellar. well remember someone wanted to take that from my bar mitzvah i'm like that's mine do not touch that who wanted to take that uh, one of the other kids boo Boo to that kid. You may not have it. Do you still have that? No. What'd you do with her? Was it uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar like as Buffy? Yeah. It was all black, Buffy. First off, that was from 1999. It is 2018 now. If I had it 20 years later, my name would be on a watch list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if it's like living in your mother's basement. No. So what happened was um, we had a leak in one of the windows and ceiling. In my room, mm-hmm. she got wet. Aww. And, <laughs> and she just shriveled up. And then I looked at the non-existent camera and I'm like, huh, I hope this isn't foreshadowing my future. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sarah Michelle Gellar. Poor SMG. She was su- She was super relevant at the time of this movie. Well, also she was dating. Well, they've been together for 20 years. I know. I follow them both on social media. They have, they have a beautiful love story. I love them. They're the best. They are. Um, I feel like they're so normal. I he he was smart. He gave up doing movies. He does voiceover work, but he, he does voiceover work. He's For on what? Star Wars Rebels. He's a Jedi. Really? He's a Jedi. I love that. And um, he also does stuff. Um, he directs stuff. He directed a few episodes of Psych. Really? Yeah, but he is the producer of the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. He produces WWE. My mind is so fucking blown right now. He does? I have to tell Leo. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell Leo. Because he gave up fame. He, he realized as he got older, he's like, I'm graying. People don't really want to see me anymore. I, I do. I do. My hand is in the air. I want to <laughs> see you, Freddie Prince Jr. I love you. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. He still has the baby face, but he has gray hair now. So he's he's got like that Dermot Mulroney thing going mm-hmm. on. I'm into it. Oh, what if there was a movie where they played brothers? Oh, my God. So, yeah, as we come to the end of the movie, I just love how they're like, Zach, what were the parameters of the bed? And he has to be nakes. He's yes. Got, he's got to be naked. And he trots right up there on stage and throws that beach ball at Rachel Lee Cook. He's like, I got you, boo. Boom. And Throws then, the ball. Kiss me. I love it. I love well, that. That's song. what that this comes from. Sixpence, none the richer. I know. The Whatever happened man- to them? All they did were like after this, they did covers of songs. They did, really? Uh, they did um, 
for the Snow Day soundtrack they did, There She Goes. Yes, you're right. And then they did for How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Uh, crowd- I love that movie. Uh, hey now, hey now. Don't dream it's over. Yes. I, I yes. literally have to sing it to remember yes. the name of the song. And I, I love how this movie like is most famous for that song. I know. People don't really remember the plot of the movie besides she's hot, but she's all ugly, but she's hot. She's and, all that. And she's all that. They remember it because of Kiss Me. <laughs> it's a good song. Kiss me out of the bearded barley. I know it is, but... In that last scene where the song plays and they're outside at the pool and it's all the twinkle lights and like they have the moment and they dance and they kiss and it's life. I know. It's what everyone wants. I... I okay, so between... I'm going to do this throughout the month. Gun to your head. Patrick Verona, Zach Siler. You got to pick one. Zach Siler. You just killed Patrick Verona. Well... <laughs> <laughs> you you seriously i'm he's just i mean although i i do love me like a good bad boy i mean i just they're both bad boys technically technically they're both bad boys but i always 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 end up going for that <clears throat> stereotypical like popular high school dreamy jock always okay now Give me two two characters, two of the female characters from, and I'll I'll pick. Um, I'm not gonna do the two main characters. Are you gonna give me dueling Gabrielle unions? Not dueling Gabrielle unions, but Gabrielle Union in Ten Things I Hate About You. Okay. Or Taylor Vaughn. Why do you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I gotta go with Chastity. I uh, Gabrielle Union in Ten Things I Hate About because. I feel like she's only mean to other women, but she's not mean to the guy she's with. Okay. Where I feel like Taylor Vaughn is just awful to... to... She's just a witch. Yeah. And also, it the tattoo that, that Gabrielle Union has in 10 Things I Hate About You is prettier than the... Taylor Vaughn's tattoo is hideous. It... <laughs> she has hepatitis. <laughs> 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 it's it's a hideous tattoo. It, it's it's literally it's a heart with an arrow through it, and then there's a banner that says Taylor underneath it. Oh my god! It's ugly. Where like chastity has like like I don't know if it's like fake hieroglyphics or like <laughs> like like huh, she's got Hebrew on her. Arm. I don't know either. <laughs> but but like also I love Gabrielle Union. Uh, who doesn't? Love I don't Gabrielle like Jodie Lynn O'Keefe. What else has she been in? She was in so. Um, Remember a year later they did um, uh, whatever it takes where they did Cyrano de Bergerac with high school kids with Shane West and James Franco. No. So basically um, it was Marla Sokoloff who was on um, uh, Full House. She was Gia. Yes. Oh my God. And then it was Jodie Lynn O'Keefe. Jodie Lynn O'Keefe was the hot girl in school. Mm -hmm. So James Franco... 
gets Shane West together with her in exchange. Um, James Franco gets Marla Sokoloff, but he finds out Shane West finds out he's in love with Marla Sokoloff after he told um, James Franco everything to say. Ugh. And Aaron Paul is in that movie too. Oh my! I feel like I'm missing out. And Colin Hanks. I'm missing out. Yeah. So she she played the same character in whatever it takes that she played in this one. Oh. Um, Typecasting. So, so how many bagels? Ugh. Although I do love Freddie Prince Jr. so 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 much, I seven. There's seven left. Yeah, yeah. I, I have seven left too. Seven. It's not the strongest of the movies. It's not. It's not. So, your final movie. What are we doing? I'm so excited because it's like one of my ultimate favorite movies of all time. Clueless. Mine too. I'm so excited for Clueless. So guys, you can find Clueless everywhere. It's Netflix everywhere. Prime. If you don't own it, shame on you. If you have if you have HBO, it's on HBO Go. Watch it. It's one of the best. Watch it, love it, memorize it. So until next time, I'm Scott Curlin. Bye. Bye.